Hello, friend. Recording in progress. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing all right. Just chilling like a villain. Like a villain? Yes, yes. Like Tamlin and also Resand and also Feyre. But most importantly, like Sarah J. Moss. Uh huh. Villainous behavior. Truly. <sighs> Anyways, I think what do you have going on? A diet Coca Cola. Nice. That's, That's what I've perfect. got. That's about everything I've got today. There's a lemon wedge in it, and that's really Wonderful. exciting. Yeah. Um, I have a slight headache. Oof. So. Yikes. I don't think talking. <laughs> I don't think thinking about Sarah J. Moss will make it better, but it probably will make it worse. Mm-hmm, also, mm-hmm. I found a hair clip. I've been looking for one for ages. Turns out oh, I clipped it onto yeah. my light. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Why did I do that? Ask the you brain know, worms. Who knows? Yeah. What have you been reading lately? Well, let's pull up the spreadsheet, <laughs> which sounds like a joke, but it is not. Let <laughs> me literally pull up my spreadsheet. And now we're going to have ASMR for a moment. Exciting. Keyboard ASMR. Um, I've been reading some not great books mm-hmm. and also some okay ones. Mm-hmm. I recently read... Uh, Delilah Green doesn't care. You finished it? I did. I finished it. I didn't like it as much as everyone else did. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't love it as much as everyone else did. I, um, okay, here's my problem with it. Here's Uh the thing that I really, that I didn't get about it. Uh Uh-huh. So the whole plot is... The sisters hate each other because they resent each other because they both wanted to have a good sibling relationship, but they didn't because they thought the other one hated them. And the mom is like the evil stepmother. Mm -hmm. But the dad was like this angelic, amazing dad who suddenly, very tragically suddenly died. Is this a Cinderella AU? That, I was thinking about it, but I don't think it is. I don't think, I don't think so. Dang. I really hope not. Otherwise, I mean, it could be, I guess. But, like, the thing that I don't get, right, and they do, I think they tried to mitigate it because I think they did see it happening as they're writing it. So there's, like, three sentences where they're like, oh, I see on the stepmother's face the smile she had when my dad was alive. If your mother, if that mother is so overbearing, image obsessed horrible awful why did the angelic wonderful loving father marry her mm-hmm. why you know it just mm-hmm. and this child who lost her mother that mother didn't have any family what was that mother an orphan like where's her family does she have zero connection to anyone on that side of the family I'm like, I get it. Maybe you don't. Maybe that's the answer. But there's no ex- there's no exposition there. And then her name is Astrid, which there were a lot of ass jokes, which I just, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't get it. I didn't. 
It was like watching The Office. Yeah, it was. Because I also read it and it was like, it was all right. It wasn't the best romance I've ever read in my whole life. Um, But it was okay. The smut was bad. And that's all I'll say about that. (laughs) Speaking of smut, the smut in here. Also bad. (laughs) You know what? No, it's not bad. It's criminal. And that's what I think we should talk about with this book. I think we should talk about financial compensation for everyone who's been forced to read this book. If you or a loved one has been forced to read Sarah J. Moss, you are entitled to financial compensation. A full refund for however much you paid for it, and then eight cents for every word you were forced to read. Mm -hmm. And maybe a paid vacation to somewhere nice. That's what I think we should get, right? Like, I just... (laughs) I so okay so full transparency in the spirit of being honest with the listeners mm-hmm. I gave away my book series of <laughs> A Court of Thorns and Roses I mm-hmm. gave it away so I didn't have the book on hand to reread it like I normally do for these podcasts and I was not about to spend money buying another copy mm-hmm. and my uh, for some unknown reason Libby had like a nine week waiting period so uh-huh. What I did instead was listen to a bunch of different reviews on YouTube and Google a synopsis. Oh my god, I forgot. And I <laughs> I I willfully erased so much. I, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we oh, talk about this ahead. book, I'm so sorry to cut you off, friend. No, you're fine. Uh Kenzie and I have a great announcement. If you like our podcast, you can now buy merch. Very dun, exciting. Dun, dun. <laughs> Kenzie, do you want to describe some of your favorite merchandise items? Um, there's some monster romance ones, which if you're on <laughs> I10 Book Club, um, TikTok, you know that my post about monster romances recently got a little ridiculously viral. And not viral viral, but like 50k views viral. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you want some monster romance merch, we have that. And it's great. My favorite piece of merch just says Tamlin sucks. And he does. And you'll see. We talk about it a lot. <laughs> yeah, we, it's it's really cute merch. Uh, it's linked in our bio or in the description, as always. I don't know why I just pointed as if there's a description for you to look at. <laughs> like, as if you can see it. You can just see me pointing downwards. Um, but yeah, since we forgot to share that last time, it was live. Yes. But last time we did the app, the podcast, but it was. so it's been live for over a month, and we have not promoted it yet. Yeah, well, look at us again. killing the business game. We are entrepreneurs. <laughs> you know what? I'll say this: we're better business people than Tamlin. That's so true, bestie. We we are. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot to be better than him, though. So I guess it's kind of. It like, really doesn't. Just not be bottom um, of the barrel pond scum. <laughs> pond scum. <laughs> you know, a pond scum serves a useful purpose. He does not. So I guess That's that was so offensive. true. To pond scum. Yeah. To pond mm-hmm. scum. <laughs> uh, I also recently read Nettle and Bone by T. Kingfisher. Mm hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I see what was trying to be done. 
I can appreciate what they attempted to do. Yikes. No, it's not. It wasn't. Okay. I'm being, I'm being a little bit harsh. I have a headache, so I'm being a little bit harsher than normal. Uh-huh. But, um, I thought it was a fun, a fun endeavor into, it was clearly a, a Sleeping Beauty story, right? A Sleeping Beauty mm-hmm. retelling. Uh, the princess saves the saves you know the princess saves herself in this one kind of thing yeah i don't know it just so what it really reminded me of is the deep way in which tiktok people cannot describe books accurately did you see the tiktok of the person who was like it's actually not book talkers fault if you buy a book based on our description and that's not accurate and it's like well also yeah, you're right. It is not book talk's fault necessarily if someone doesn't do their own research. However, it's also your fault if you describe a book completely inaccurately. Yeah. If you call a book something and that's not what the book is, that is also on you for falsely advertising something. Exactly. It's like you did bamboozle someone because you, you said bamboozled it was a, a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, when people are like, it's a romance novel. And I'm like, this is, this book is about war crimes. Oh, are you talking about the poppy war? <laughs> yes. And I think that that's, I've talked about this a lot, but getting the ninth has been on my mind lately a lot. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but that's like my whole thing with getting the ninth, because it's like, I was expecting this like heartbreaking romance and I did not get that, which is it is heartbreaking, but romance, questionable. That's, it's very implied and it's not like not explicit at all. So. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I still don't want to read that book. I want to reread it. <laughs> That's fine. You'll read it twice for one for one free, once for each of us. Yes. I don't know. I think that people keep recommending it to me. And mm-hmm. here's the thing. Okay. I don't know why, but something in my mind is just like, you're not going to want to do it. You're not going to like it. And I'm trusting that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be, it could be totally wrong. It couldn't be. Could, what if it's my favorite book of all time? Don't think it will be though. And I'm just going to trust that part of my gut. Well, I feel like if I didn't like it the first time around, I don't think you would. <laughs> it's probably pretty <laughs> accurate, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Because I have a very low standard. So I like many a book. Um, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, I I read three mysteries this month so far. Ooh. One of them was by Paula Hawkins. It was A Slow Fire Burning. <laughs> I did not enjoy that one. Oh no. That's the one that I told you about with the weird aunt thing. Oh yeah. Um, I gave that one right. two stars. Mm. Which one did I give four stars? I gave the guest list four stars. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> Apparently I was being really generous that evening. Okay. Hey, you know what? I'll leave it. I probably wouldn't rate it four stars right now, if you ask me, but Uh-huh. Anyway, what books have you read, friend? Um, so this month, not many. Um, so far, I've only read five books. And I've only read two six, so. Beautiful. 
But now, see, I read like 29 last month, and that was my banger month of the whole year. That's okay, friend, you know? Yes, it is all right. Um, But I haven't read much, like many good ones yet. I read a lot of good ones in, um, what month was it last month? July. 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 I read a lot in July, like a lot of good ones. Like, I wish you all the best. Very good with a non-binary. Oh, didn't I buy that one? Yes. I it's really good. I really liked it. Just influencing me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also the Witch King, I really like that one too. I heard weird things about that one. I liked it. I think okay, okay, so the main I character- trust you implicitly. <laughs> the main character is a little bit of a downer, but also Aww. well, he's had a bad life. So yeah. I'm it's... also a little bit of a downer, so that makes sense. No, never. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to come out sarcastic. <laughs> uh, that was funny, though. Okay, continue. The Witch King. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, The Darkness Outside Us. I really like that one. Um, it stayed in my mind for a really long time. Um, let's see. Lake lore is pretty good too. What? Lake lore? Okay, I didn't hear that when you said it. No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, and clap when you land was really good too. Um, yeah, those okay. were like the main ones that I really liked. Oh, All right. I, I fight. Oh, one more. Sorry. I read The Chosen and the Beautiful by Nevo, and it wasn't oh, my favorite. That makes sense. I understand why you yeah. didn't like them as much. Yeah. I it felt out- a little bit too contemporary for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Sure. When I read it, I really enjoyed it, <laughs> so I think that's where it is. You're just not a contemporary person. I really am not. I and love so contemporary, like- and I love mystery. And I well, love... Plus, it was like a historical romance well, it didn't even fiction. feel like a romance. No, no. It was definitely more historical fiction, but it was set in like the like twenties. Night the twenties. <laughs> it's it's a retelling of Gary Gatsby. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that's one that's another reason why I didn't like it because it was yeah. set in the twenties. I'm not old. I, I usually don't like historical fiction that's set in the nineteen hundreds. Yeah. I prefer it when it's further back. But I did enjoy that one because I felt like what did I rate that? Let's look. <laughs> because it's Nevo, though, I think I did read it. I for... gave that four stars, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is different than your four stars. Uh, your four stars <laughs> is like my three stars. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you and I have different rating systems. Yes. How many books <laughs> have I given four stars? I think I've actually given a, quite a few books four stars. Look I at have you. given 20 books four stars. That's amazing. I have given three books five stars. Oh, I want to see mine. Data book for all of 20. I have given 27 books three stars, two books one star, <laughs> and uh, 13 books two stars. And they deserved it. <laughs> and honestly, I'm a lot more generous in my spreadsheet than I am in my book journal. Mm-hmm. In my book journal, I'm like 1.1. 1. 1. 2.5. I It's just that... Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you know what? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yes. 
No, go oh ahead. no, I was just about to say that I gave 45 books four stars <laughs> this month. 45? <laughs> this month, this year, yeah. That's a lot of books. What I books know. did I give five stars? Okay, The Maid. I gave 21 five stars. Oh my I, god. Where are the other one? Apparently I gave multiple bucks five stars. Why can't I only literally see one? Legends and Lattes. Apparently I gave that yes. one five stars. Yes. I don't remember doing that, but apparently I did. <laughs> you know what? I must it's have put it. that into this I must have put that into the spreadsheet the second after I did it. Mm-hmm. Because I think that I'm I think that I have the str- nicest feelings about books the second after I read it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's what I think this is what it is. <laughs> I read a book. I have really strong feelings about it. Either the book fades away mm-hmm. out of my memory and it's just a blah book forever, or the book gets really bad, like, and I I hate it more, mm-hmm. or I like it more. Like, uh, with what happened to Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, I hate it more. The, the more I think about it, the further it gets from the time I initially read it, the more I hate it. Mm-hmm. And some other books, the more I like it, the further I get away from yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which yes. One, apparently, I, that can't be right. This is this is incorrect. I'm so sorry. I'm, no, I'm not letting this. I did not rate this four stars. Are you kidding me? Who gave this a four? Star? <laughs> okay, I did give this one four stars. That is valid. I can't believe I gave that book four stars. Doesn't feel right. <laughs> That's not right. Oh, I think the reason that I might have given it a higher review is because the abusive guy does get murdered. Oh, yeah. So I, I did like that. But I didn't think it was satisfying enough because you don't find the mur- person who murders him, you don't find out that she wants to even murder him until the last moment, until she's literally doing it. You don't realize that she's one of the people that wants to kill him. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, all these other people have, like, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, w- I think that they all should have gotten together and done it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They all had reasons to. Uh, and that was the guest list by Lucy Foley. Foley. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really just pro- prolonging the time before we have to start talking about this oh, I book. Know. But now, this see, book is too long. It really is. Okay, I was going through it, and literally, my the document that I have is four pages long. I'm. So I I was reading the synopsis online and I'm like, what? Because, you know, when, because I read all the books back to back, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought that maybe I had just blended together the plot lines of all these different books in the series because there's, what, five books in the series? Mm -hmm. I thought I'd blend together the plot of the five different books in my head. Turns out most of the stuff that I thought happened in the other books happens in this book. Why? Who was the editor for this? Who was... Someone should have been like, hey, it's time to stop. Yeah, It's okay. You can have a shorter book. Um, do you want to do trigger warnings, friend? Yes. Um, so the trigger warnings for this one is for sex work, uh, sexual assault, physical and emotional abuse, child abuse, arranged marriage, murder, torture, and vomit. Lots of vomit, dude. I added that at the end because it was real gross. (laughs) Um, And we're going to start talking about it right at the beginning. Sarah J. Moss loves to write about puking. And Mm -hmm. I don't. Nope. 
There are times where it's a useful plot device to really show the the visceral experience of a character. Um, and then you're just enjoying writing it. And it's too much. It's gross. And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it happens a lot in this book. Vera pukes so much. Get her some Tums. Really <laughs> get her an antiemetic. Get her to Rite Aid. Well, now see, and Tamlin doesn't care at all. Like, he obviously hears all this happening, and he's like, eh, my fiancé, which they've been engaged for, like, two months at this point, um, they just, like, he doesn't care. He's like, my fiancé's puking, that's fine. It's probably nothing. Like, I don't know, dude. Maybe care a little bit more? (laughs) Care a little bit harder. Just... I mean, just a I, little bit. I just wish that. Here's how we could solve the problems in this book. Mm-hmm. Just stop. Everyone, just stop. <laughs> just stop. No more. <laughs> um, but yeah, the vomiting is disgusting, and there's too much of it. No, I agree. And Tamlin is horrific. Uh, I did want to mention, because we talked about in uh, episode one of this Sarah J. Moss <laughs> slander TikTok, first of all, um, off topic already, and yet also on topic, uh-huh. uh, I posted a TikTok and joked in it about bad books and mentioned Sarah J. Moss. The Sarah J. Moss girlies showed up with haste to be like, but she makes me happy and I love it. And you know what? I actually really like that book. And you know what? There's, I don't care if other people don't like it, but I really... Okay. Fine. <laughs> okay. That's All great, right. bud. <laughs> Anyways, deleting comment. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I leave the comment there because if you want to announce that to the world, that is your prerogative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not engaging with that, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if you... <laughs> hey, look, here's the thing. If you want to enjoy your the book, I'm not stopping you. Exactly. At no point am I telling you to not read the book. I read all the books. <laughs> Clearly, I did it already. Uh-huh. I used liter. I used paper money <laughs> from my own bank account <laughs> to pay for those books. Yes, I bought them on thrift books for like four dollars. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. Those were four dollars <laughs> I could have spent on something else. That's what I'm saying. Like going to therapy. Who would have thought? That <laughs> I need therapy? Anyway. Um back to this. Hey. Oh, <laughs> group therapy. Well fun. Aww. Aww. You know who else could get therapy? Tamlin. Okay, so like I said, in book, like we did in the first, uh, this is how we got here. So anyway, mm-hmm. someone said that they said uh, they won't accept my slander of Sarah J. Moss. So I'm saying that this is the Sarah J. Moss slander talk series. Um, I don't know why I put talk in there, but <laughs> someone was mentioning how between Akatar and Akamf, Akamaf, is that how they say it? That's I don't know. not that's legal. That's how I say it. <laughs> anyway, um, like, between that one and this one, book one and book two, she clearly had a change of heart of how she wanted her characters to be written. And the way that Sarah J. Moss writes characters, 
she doesn't in any way seem to understand nuance or human emotions or facets of characters in the way she writes. You are either bad or good, Mm -hmm. heroic or evil, villain or hero. And if you are not one or the other, you're, you don't exist. You're not, like, part of it. Like, you're either, mm-hmm. like, a good per- good or bad. And so when she tried to switch Tamlin to being evil, she had to, like, erase everything she did before. And to be fair, I never liked Tamlin. I was never into him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the whole character was, like, and then she wanted Reese to, Reesean to be the, the hero, which means she had to pretend she didn't do all the other things with him. And she gave him, like, I respect women juice. I stole that line directly from someone's video. I'm so sorry. I can't even, I can't, can't plagiarize like that. I did watch, uh, I think it was Chris, we read with Chrissy on on YouTube. I think there's a YouTube mm-hmm. channel. And she basically, oh, I'm sorry, they said that. Like, she gave him re- respect women juice between book one mm-hmm. and book two. And so suddenly he's like, it's all your choice. In book one, I remember him doing pretty coercive things and being yes. extremely manipulative. So what do you mean it's all your choice suddenly? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Weird thing for you to have done. Hmm. Strange <laughs> behavior. Anyway. So Tamlin has now become a villain. Mm-hmm. And so all of the all of the behavior we were supposed to read as heroic in the first book Forget it. Just forget all that because now he's evil. So now he's mm-hmm. just bad. Which. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I guess this is what we're doing now. Like, it doesn't make. I'm sorry. It just annoys me so much. Anyway. No, you're fine. Apparently, you, Sarah Jane Moss. Well, like, she does that a lot in her books where she will introduce this person that's supposed to be the love interest and then switch it up in, like, the next. I know! Why? <laughs> it's like, okay, this is the thing that I really hate. If you've uh-huh. written yourself into a corner, accept the corner. Mm-hmm. Accept it. Don't just decide, you know what? Pivot and I'm leaving. Like, you wrote that story. You're betraying everything you wrote. Mm-hmm. You did this. And the thing that gets me is like, you got it published. If this was just, like, fanfic, fine. Because, mm-hmm. hey, you're not being paid for that. Exactly. Like, fanfic is one of the best things in the world because it gives you so much creative freedom and it gives you so much room to explore and to get feedback as you're creating the story that it can be a living entity. With published works, however, when you're doing that, and this is, like, what you see, you see this plot hole thing being written, like, in Harry Potter, you see the problem of, like, mm-hmm. the Thestrals being written in book five, she's like, and there's these creatures that you can only see if you've seen death. And Harry can now see them. Yes, he did watch his family die when he was a baby, but that didn't count somehow. Mm-hmm. Until he mm-hmm. saw someone die when he was 14. But that, yeah. I'm sorry. So, but now it counts. Like, you wrote your... You should have just stopped. I know you want to do that, but that doesn't work like that. You wrote the story. Mm-hmm. Stick to the story you wrote. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Unless you're going to no, go back and change fine. what you wrote, which we can do and say like fanfic when you are living, when it's a living, breathing entity on a cloud drive that you can just change up however you want. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Sorry. Ugh. <laughs> it's just like, why? Especially when you're as ham-fisted as Sarah J. Moss. Mm-hmm. 
she she tells you this is what the character is and does like if the character was morally gray right which mm-hmm. is i think what she attempted to do with resand yes did not was not in <laughs> any way successful if she had actually written a successfully morally gray character him suddenly becoming good quote unquote good wouldn't mm-hmm. be so surprising yeah but she wrote him to be in the first book thoroughly unlikable and mm-hmm. coercive and manipulative and gross yeah Ugh. and then you're supposed to be like oh he's so cute he teaches her how to read okay <laughs> and what a band <laughs> cool <laughs> thanks <laughs> oh oh and ianthe oh she sucks dude She's such a terrible character. Like, Sarah J. Moss did one thing right, and that's making her the most unlikable character in the whole world. But like I said, she only knows how to write characters, character bad or character Mm -hmm. good. There is no moral gray. There's no dubiousness of characters. Mm -hmm. So when a character is bad, they're horrible. Uh, And Ianthe is horrific. Just like an awful, awful person. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Fairy. Faye. (laughs) Um, um let's see oh yeah Yanthi. so Yanthi is pretty much in charge of the whole wedding ceremony the priestess yeah and even if Feyre and Tamlin don't like a choice that she makes they go along with it anyway for some reason just because like Yanthi wants to do it or whatever well, because Sergeant Moss didn't write the religion very clearly so yeah it's not exactly understood very well but and i think um we said a couple of things in the last in the first podcast that we did on sarah j moss that are actually in this book oh Um, i'm sure we did because again all these books blend (laughs) together like a horrific smoothie (laughs) like whenever tamlin said that there's no such thing as a high lady um that does happen in akamath akamath okay whatever it is oops Oh no, my bad. My my apologies to Sarah J. Mass. <laughs> um, and Tamlin throughout this whole thing is being ridiculous and awful and not letting Favor do anything. And oh no, she's like man is bad in this podcast. In this book, <laughs> in this podcast too. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm devastated. So Feyre is like this prisoner in her own home at this point, and Lucian is being not great as well, because we were all hoping, yeah. I was hoping that Lucian was going to be this wonderful character that Feyre can rely on, and she cannot, which really no. sucks. Like, she has no friends in this house that she can rely on, or like... You mean to tell me a man who coordinated her kidnapping... <laughs> and imprisoned her has isolated her so completely so that she has no allies in the house she's imprisoned in dang <laughs> oh my god i'm shocked <laughs> yeah i'll say this though and- the way that they write these this the way that this scene is written like the times where she's imprisoned mm-hmm. i don't know what i was saying we'll, we the way that on. the scene was written and something what like scene that. what were you ta- <laughs> Sorry, the duck is. I the the leaves look so much like a duck. I was so freaked out. You're fine. Um, I shouldn't be facing a window. 
Which, <laughs> but that's what's happening. Uh, Lucian is being awful. Oh, yeah. And the way that Tamlin... So, okay. Here's the thing. Let me say my little piece again. Mm-hmm. After you spoke for two seconds and I gave a 15-minute monologue. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, you wrote down, Tamlin is scared that people will use Feyre against him, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First of all, <laughs> stop it. But also, <laughs> I was thinking, because we're going to go to it in a second, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of politics in this book. Yes. She should have just stuck to writing romance. Dude, the politics I didn't care for at all. I, That's because I think it's badly I written. A lot it's of it. badly written. The re okay. It's clear what she wants to write is trashy romance, but then she's like, no, I have to write really high fantasy. Mm-hmm. It's okay. And you know what? Look, part of it is misogyny and the way that women authors are specifically like pigeonholed into writing only romance and Mm -hmm. are really excluded from the fantasy genre. And specifically high fantasy is held primarily for men where people like Patrick Rothfuss are like put on this pedestal, whereas women are, you know, demoted to children's middle age YA and romance Mm -hmm. and erotica. But there's also nothing wrong with romance. And I think that we should really highlight how if that's what you want to write, do it. Because the politics of this book suck. And the politics mm-hmm. of this world that she's created are garbage. We've talked about it before. The physical map of this book, it's just the UK. It's, <laughs> if you have never Googled it, Google Prithian versus the UK. Mm-hmm. Like, And um, so when Tamlin starts talking about like inter... Interna- <laughs> international diplomacy and how they'll use Feyre as a tool against him. Uh, uh, <laughs> also, remember how this is a Beauty and the Beast retelling? Oh, yeah. Um, isn't it? Hold on. Because I think that it was like a different fairy tale for each of the books. Which one is this one? That's what I'm trying to think. Like, I think it's supposed to be a Hades. Okay, maybe not fairy tale, but it's definitely supposed to be a Hades and Persephone retelling. I believe. Ooh, what <laughs> are you talking? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that makes so much sense. That actually makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Because months of the year in the night court versus Persephone in the underworld. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> okay anyways well Well, you know what look i admire the effort but there's we're not giving a's for effort out here um oh remember how we talked about it in book one we again have the tithing for the land we have fairy fantasy taxes yes oh yeah also i've told you this before but you know how we uh so i save the podcast to my itunes to upload it to Mm -hmm like a thing well it's saved as Akatar episode so ac is the very first it's the first file in my itunes library so when i connect my phone to my bluetooth in my car it starts playing the episode i and the, love that and the first thing that we're talking about in that episode is f- t- 
taxes. It's because, you know, you're just like, oh, friend, yeah, yeah, how yeah. are you? What's going on? And I'm like, I found out about sales and use tax. And it's me complaining about taxes. Yes. Oh, my God. Anyway, that was that. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think I hated this. Again, this is, again, the diplomacy. Stop the, the politics of this universe. And, okay, let me actually, again, if the politics and the landscape and the world building was better in this universe, I would not say this, but it's so badly and frustratingly written that it feels like Sarah J. Moss didn't want to write this. It feels mm-hmm. like she didn't want to and didn't care about writing this world. She didn't want to do this world building. Mm-hmm. She didn't. She didn't want to have this un- underlying under underlying plot of all of the politics of this book and the series in general. But she felt like mm-hmm. she needed to have that to justify the erotica. And yeah. the reality is, people are reading it for the romance. They're reading mm-hmm. it for the smut, and the and she was writing it for the smut. So it doesn't. Or it fe- again, maybe 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 you know what? Maybe the politics was her actual bread and butter. But it does not read like that. <laughs> It reads like she threw it in last minute, like she wrote all the smut scenes and then just filled in the blanks between it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's why we have fairy taxes. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and-, <laughs> and this is where we talked about it a little bit in the first one, but this is where Feyre goes to help that wraith. I think that's how you say it. Um yeah, Wraith. Okay, cool. It's one of those words that you read and then you're like... W-R-A-I-T-A-G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and Feyre goes to help them and they're, su- like, they're super appreciative and whatever. But then Tamlin finds out and he is so angry that he trashes his study out of anger. And this is, I think, where we start to really see the anger issues showing, like, more than we did in the first book. Um... Let's see. Let's see. Oh, mm-hmm. we didn't even mention. So before the tithe or whatever actually happens. Tithe. Re- tithe. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> before that actually happens, um, Feyre gets taken by Reese for the first time and goes oh. up to his little bachelor pad or whatever it is. And... Um, and this is where, like, he's saying that she needs to learn how to read and <laughs> um, shows her so many things. But then at some point during one of their first interactions, she throws a shoe at him, which I think is really funny. <laughs> Wait, is the shoe there? Or... I think the shoe's down. What do you mean? You put the shoe further on the list under the tithes. Oh, no, it's right here. Yeah, and tithes up here. No way. Well, that's my bad. That's fine. <laughs> See, is- no one's follow. No one is listening to this podcast for anything accurate. They're listening for opinions only. Dang. Anyways, uh-huh. whatever. Um. So that happens, and I think that that's hilarious. Yeah. Um. Think, uh, you know what I think of when people say throwing shoes. Hmm. I think of when the gentleman threw the shoe at uh, Bush. Oh my god. I, like, somewhat remember that. You took a look at a gif of it. It's really... <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> I love how you wrote, Reese is able to rifle through her mind and tells her she's going to learn how to read. Don't, don't 
don't tell me what to do. If I don't want to read, I don't want to read. Thank you. And you know what? If I didn't it's know how to read, very much if, like that. If I didn't know how to read, I wouldn't have had to read God. this. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh, and then this is where Tamlin trashes his study. Like whenever she gets back and like checks all over her to make sure she's yeah, not which hurt or I anything. did not like. That's uh, excuse me. She's not a she's not an oyster. Like you don't have to check her mm-hmm. over. Like she's not a piece of meat. And uh, again, this is the part where again, I do believe in writing characters that are. If you're gonna write an evil character, it's fine to write them as evil. But it's mm-hmm. also good if you're gonna write a character, and you change your mind as much as you do. Because like in the end, Sarah J. Moss does try and rehabilitate Tamlin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way that she portrays, she she really she just okay in book one she was juxtaposing Tamlin as the good guy against Reese the bad guy, and now mm-hmm. she went actually you know what let's switch it up let's see what would yeah. happen if it was the other way around, and it's like babes what am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Okay. Anyway, um, oh can I say this winnowing? Oh yeah. <sighs> Just teleporting, just from one place to another. So winnowing is, okay, I did, I wanted to Google it to double check. Mm -hmm. Winnowing, so when you're, when you have grains, like certain grains, there's the husk that covers little grain or the chaff. And winnowing Mm -hmm. is when you use blow air currents through it to remove the chaff to remove the little husks to leave only the grain behind Mm -hmm. so what what (laughs) so that's the word you picked and there's other there's another definition right literary it also means to blow but it's also to remove the chaff from grain Mm -hmm. uh and also like to remove people so like to winnow out Mm -hmm. but it's just Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So after um, Tamlin trashes his study, after Feyre gets back, they have the tithe. The tithe, I believe. Perfect. And then to apologize to Feyre because he got all mad at her over giving the wraith something. I think it was like a necklace. Um, Could have been a grain did- of sand. It would have been bad about it. Yep. <laughs> he gives her a present and um and then Feyre is honest with him and told him that it feels like that she's drowning and that she basically couldn't marry him. And you know, then he just breaks everything around them and mm-hmm. Feyre is able to protect herself. But yeah, he just breaks the present and he breaks what the was room the present that they're again? in. I don't even know. I completely forgot. Sorry, all I just pictured was a picture that I saw on TikTok of what Feyre's paintings are supposed to look like. And oh, they yeah. were like toddler paintings. <laughs> um, yeah, the violence of Tamlin's violence is really pronounced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then at this point, um, Reese comes back to pick up Feyre and Feyre now pretty much wants to be at Reese's place rather than the manor because she gets treated like ish there and it's not good. Um, Yeah, I mean, when you kidnap someone, 
and force them to live somewhere horrific and you're an abusive awful horrific creature that would make Mm -hmm. sense Mm -hmm. um and then once she gets back um tamla won't let Feyre train at all and yep and she's like way too skinny whenever she's there and like reese also noticed this whenever she was at his place and um even though her powers are manifesting she can't train and she can and tamlin continues to have angry outbursts and then we get to the infamous scene at the end of part one where tamlin locks Feyre in the house and because she he didn't want her to go we skipped a plot point which, Which was one? Reese opening up about the abuse he faced on the mountain oh, with Amarantha. Yes. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I really dislike about the... V- I think that A Court of Silver Flame is dealt with it a lot better than the re- these other books. But there's a way in which that sexual violence is written about in these books that isn't... It often feels very flippant. Mm-hmm. And it there are times where it feels very much... It feels irre- it feels irreverent. It feels as if there isn't enough space given to what is being discussed mm-hmm. and there isn't enough caution, care, or dedication to the topic at hand. Um, and it's used often as a plot point and it's written about gratuitously and violently. And I think there is something to be said about, you know, people writing about their own experiences in certain ways. And I don't know how much of this is Sarah J Maas pulling from their own experiences. And I really hope, you know, that 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 isn't the case, but Mm -hmm. um, we can, we can never know. And so when I approach these scenes, when I read these scenes, I'm, I'm often struck by how, how it can feel like there's a lack of care in the way Mm -hmm. in which is described and written. And like the way that uh, it's not in this book, maybe it is because I don't remember frankly what happened (laughs) in this book. <laughs> uh, but when they talk about like what more went through, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it was in this one. It is in this one. Great. That mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's something for a character to describe. You know, kind of like they're trying to shrug it off and be, you know, they're trying to seem chill about it when talking about their the gratuitous violence they faced. But there's something in the way that you, as the author, and maybe this is just me being a writer coming out, but, like, there's mm-hmm. something in a way that you as an author can approach the scene with reverence for the subject and care and caution and respect for the topic because mm-hmm. it is such a loaded, horrific, horrendous, weighted subject. And I feel like in a lot of these books, it very much just feels like another plot point. It's just mm-hmm. another thing that happens. Oh, she's a fairy. Oh, here's gratuitous sexual violence. Oh, now there's a now they're flying now there's a sex scene now there's a creature oh more violent like it doesn't feel like there's a sense of caution yeah um and particularly with the way that reese's abuse is dealt with mm-hmm. okay and that was my that was my monologue on that perfect i completely agree um so that happens whenever um Feyre's at reese's place for the second time and um and then then we get to the scene where Tamlin locks Feyre inside the manor and because she wants to go somewhere and like begs him to go somewhere and he's like absolutely not you can't do that and she starts freaking out and she uses her powers without knowing that she's using her powers and she 
protects herself in like a bubble until more and reese come to save her and she wakes up in the night court and then we the get to court part of two. the night and here's the thing we didn't need three parts no <laughs> we really didn't we didn't need three parts it did oh not my need gosh. to be this long uh, no. we've been recording for an hour by the way i know that's why i'm trying to like speed it up <laughs> <laughs> we're only at part two so because we're waking up in the night court um and there is a second part to this we are going to have a second part to the podcast like this episode because this is going to be really long and because it's a long book i think this is the longest book that we've talked about on this podcast mm-hmm. so far um so we're gonna stop right here and we are going to pick it up either next week or or maybe later when we yeah. finish ed- when we finish editing it we've yeah, been recording yeah. for like an hour and a half so yes <laughs> yes so we want to make sure that y'all aren't listening to four hours long and i'm not editing a four hour long episode <laughs> yes all right um let's wait let's do our little announcements oh yes of where you can find us you can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at iTemboClub. Our personal Instagrams are Toyokobi, Mac.jpg, and Time Traveling Cowboy. And our TikToks mm-hmm. are Time Traveling Cowboy and Soyokobi. And we'll see you all in the next part of this yes. terrifying series. <laughs> yes. Alrighty. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>